0: Hey, everyone, Tim McMaster here along with uh, WFAN Sweeney Murdy filling in for Brian Hoke this week on the Yankees podcast. We appreciate you filling in, Sweeney, as Brian is getting ready to welcome in uh, Mm the first child into the world, so kind of emergency fill-in, and we really appreciate it. So thanks for taking some time to talk about the Yankees.
1: Uh, Of course. Been there and done that, and happy to help you
0: out. Uh, And obviously this is a... uh, A Yankees team that's been playing good baseball lately. No doubt about that. They've won three straight series against good baseball teams, taking three of four from the O's. Then they took two of three from the Giants at the stadium. And then going to Houston and taking two of three, I think, was huge as well. Suddenly they find themselves... Four games out of the wild card, and I think a month ago you wouldn't have thought this was possible. Uh, And all this amongst the discussions of buyers or sellers, and this week they become the sellers as they send away a role to Chapman, but they get a nice package back. Now the big thing with that trade, Sweeney, I feel like, is that yes, they traded away their closer, but they have such an interesting bullpen that I don't think it necessarily hurts them that much. How do you see that trade as far as the rest of 2016?
1: Yeah, I think they, you know, they just as far as the immediate impact on the big league roster, I think they uh, they look to strengthen an area of need, and they use an area of strength, which is, I mean, they have they have essentially three closers, but they were having trouble with those sixth and seventh inning outs, and uh, they weren't going to make Gell and Betances work more. Uh, Goals to try and work them a little bit less, actually. So uh, they need to figure out how to how to cover the sixth and seventh innings, and you know really a big key was getting Adam Warren back. Uh, on the on the surface, trading Adam Warren for the role of Chapman doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, but uh, you know the Yankees have Betances, and Andrew Miller to close out the back. They were struggling with those middle innings, and if uh, Miller can uh, get back to what he was doing so well the last couple of years in that role, uh, that could be a boost for the Yankee team. That. Up until the last uh, two turns of the rotation, has really struggled with getting guys to go deeper into ball games. So uh, you add that element to the major league roster, and then get uh, a prospect like Labor Torres, who immediately jumps uh, to at or near the top of the Yankee prospect list. Uh, that's a that's a real good deal for the Yankees, uh, and, and that's when you talk about them being sellers or buyers or both. That's Kind of what Brian Cashman means. I mean, they got rid of an asset like Chapman, but they helped both the major and minor league clubs at the same time. A good deal. um, They simply have to keep up what they're doing. You mentioned how well they're playing. You know, it's it's really the first prolonged stretch they've had all year, and it's still only gotten them to within a handful of games of, of a playoff spot.
0: Yeah, and there's still teams to hop over, obviously, to get to that wild card spot. And that's almost as important as how many games back you are, as how many teams you need to leapfrog to get there. Uh, Adam Warren had to have been thrilled, to be honest, with this deal. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was great with the Yankees in the past, but he was having such a rough season with the Cubs. To be able to hit that reset button and go back to a place that was comfortable for him, I'm sure he had to be thrilled as well. We mentioned the starting pitching. And and it had been an issue all year, let's be honest. That's been the biggest thing that's that's faced this team. But since June 29th, uh, they're second best in the AL as far as overall staff ERA. Uh, Michael Pineda, back-to-back starts. He's 2-0. and He's given up just an earned run in 13 innings, and he struck out 16 in that time. Uh, talk about Pineda. What have you seen from him, Sweeney? What's been different about Michael Pineda?
1: Yeah, you know, Pineda has just shown so much. Over the years, you just kind of waited for him to put it all together, and I think you started to see that beginning of last year. Uh, and after the first month and a half of last season, things kind of uh, slipped away again. It's the one thing that you really haven't seen from Finaida is one really good long stretch, a good full season. Uh, whether it's injuries uh, in the past or more recently just inconsistency. Um, the other night against the Astros was interesting because. He he was getting hit pretty hard early on in that ball game. Forget about the fact that he gave a home run the first pitch. Every ball that the Astros hit after that was was very loud, and uh, he had only one run against him, so it didn't cost him yet, but the game could have gotten away very easily from him at that point. But he settled in into a good groove with catcher Austin Romine, who recognized how early the Astros were swinging and tried to take advantage of that uh, with pitch selection. And, uh, and then you know really kind of uh, got into Pineda's head, I think, a little bit, because he got hit by a comebacker, and, uh, and it, was, it, was, it was hard. it uh, came off the bat over 100 miles an hour and, and smacked him right in the, uh, you know, the upper shoulder area, which can't be easy for any pitcher. Uh, he wanted to stay in the game. He wanted to compete, and, and he did. And he was actually really good after that, again, executing that plan of trying to take advantage of an, an aggressive Astros team. I think it's just a focus. I mean, a lot of what has has, has plagued Pineda uh, earlier in the year was his ability to get guys out with two strikes or two outs. And he was really turning hitters into all stars with two strikes when uh, he should be turning him into uh, into strikeouts uh, or, or just just playing out. So uh, I feel like it's a, it's a focus thing that um, may come and go. Uh, it was. It was really good to see him uh, concentrate and and get that uh, game nailed down against the Astros in the first game of that series because it was one the team needed for sure.
0: In the last game of that series, Sweeney is obviously the team. the The game that the the Yankees lost to the Astros, um, and Tanaka not at his best early in that game. But we see Luis Severino return to this team, coming out of the bullpen late in that game. Uh, it obviously been a while. All the struggles early in the season, where where a lot was thrown on him to kind of be one of the big guys in that rotation, and and it didn't work out early on. Went down to AAA, now back up out of the bullpen. Um, he throws two scoreless innings. He gets three strikeouts. Obviously, it's just two innings. We can't take too much from that. Um, the control wasn't tremendous, and that's one of been w- one of the issues with him. But is there hope that Severino can continue to contribute to the staff the rest of 2016, even if he doesn't get back into that rotation?
1: I think that's always been the hope. Uh, you know, I think we'll see based on need. At the you know, I think there's still a. Uh, an idea that the Yankees uh, will get some offers for some of the starting pitchers and see where, where that goes here before the trade deadline. And, and maybe Severino ends up back in the rotation that way. Who knows? But, uh, uh, yeah, I think the hope always was that he was going to be able to correct a few things. He made 10 starts at A, and the numbers looked good, but there were still some things that he wasn't hadn't quite mastered as far as fastball command and, and uh, his off-speed pitches uh, that were – You know that really what was causing him to hit so hard earlier in the year. So uh, I think the Yankees still believe he's got some work to do, but he is. You know he was being put in a role where it wasn't trying to get guys out two and three times through through a batting order. You know the two innings stint of the night. If he's able to still do that a couple of more times, I mentioned you know at the start how much trouble the Yankees have had getting that kind of of relief. Leading into their their big back end the bullpen, so um, I, I think it's possible in the short term that he could really help in that regard because he can kind of let it fly. And you know, Juardi mentioned when he came back up, you know, that the issues that had been plaguing him uh, control. You mentioned fastball command. The command isn't necessarily as big an issue if he's able to crank up an extra three or four miles an hour coming out of the pen and letting it fly for for two innings. Uh so, I, you know, it, it sounds funny to say that. Because the last thing you want to do in, in late innings is start walking people. But uh, I, I think they feel his stuff will play up and that he has the ability to help them in that role in a short time. I think overall they eventually do see him joining this rotation again being a big piece of it down the road.
0: And he did hit 98 on uh, Wednesday. night. you mentioned the up velocity. Uh, One more thing I wanted to touch on with you, Sweeney, is uh, Alex Rodriguez turned 41 years old uh, on Wednesday, out of the lineup for the fourth straight game. And and obviously it's got to be frustrating for a guy the caliber of Alex Rodriguez, what he's done in his career. But it seems like he's really handling it well and – This clubhouse, everything that's been thrown at it this year, it seems like it's been a mature clubhouse, a clubhouse where guys are happy to be there, and and A-Rod seems right in the middle of that. But just talk about how he's handled the part-time player role because he seems to still have a smile on his face.
1: I think he still feels good about trying to be a leader on this team, and he's certainly frustrated at the way he's played and and, and the reason he uh, isn't playing is because of the way he's played. Um, I think it would be a different story if the Yankees were where the Rays are, 20, 20 games out of first place. Uh, I don't think everybody would be, be playing real nice right now. But uh, A-Rod's a- a- just been a much different player from the day he turned 40 essentially till now, I mean, uh, one year exactly. Uh, he started last season uh, at age 39 and had a good first half of the season through – the day his 40th birthday was hitting 277. Well, since his 40th birthday, he's hitting 207. Uh, his OPS has dropped off a couple of hundred points. Uh, the power is there in, in, in small uh, bursts, but really not consistently enough. And it's really been the biggest issue with this team uh, last year to this year. If you look at their offensive performers, the only ones who are drastically, drastically different from a year ago are Alex Rodriguez and Mark Teixeira. You know, they were batting 3-4 in the opening day lineup, and, and they certainly haven't produced those numbers, so uh, or what you'd expect if they're going to bat in those spots. And it's been hard for the Yankees to, uh, to pick that up anywhere else. I mean, you certainly you have two guys with 30 home runs. It's not like you're going to ask Brett Gardner and Didi Gregorius now have 30 home runs. If it, you're it's, it's not getting them from them and they're healthy in here, it, there's really no other place to go. So uh, that's been the biggest issue. I think the Yankees feel like uh, he's been able to maybe pinpoint a couple of things. He's been working on things even while he's not playing. Uh, He was encouraged by uh, uh, lessening his chase rate on pitches out of the zone and uh, figuring out a couple of mechanical things that will help him get a little more lift on the ball and maybe maybe have another one of those power spurts. I think the Yankees feel like they might be able to get one more burst out of him over the course of the final two months of the season – that could help them out here because they are obviously still trying
0: to win the All right. Great stuff, Sweeney. Thanks so much for pinch hitting for us this week. This has been the MLB.com Yankees podcast. For Sweeney Murdy. I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week.